Greetings. Before we get started, the Whole Ugly Truth crew wants to thank you very much for helping us to keep our show going. Despite their awesomeness, Jamie and Paula are not radio DJs, professional comedians, or celebrities. So it's only by your loyalty and sharing the show that the ugly truth continues to grow. So thanks, honorary Uggs, or hugs as we like to call you. We really appreciate the support. And now, on with the show. You love them because they remind you of your sisters and BFFs. It's the Uggs. Jamie? We can get things out of Hawk now. We've really made something of ourselves. We did it! And Paula? You're in your late 40s. You should not be in a black leotard and roller skates. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. It is the Ugly Truth. Another week, another episode. Episode 149 today. Ugh, ugh. Hello, friends. Hello, uh, downloaders, curious onlookers, stalkers. You don't have to tell anyone you listen. Just continue with the downloads and please buy something through Amazon or Avon. We would appreciate it. And we do appreciate it when you do. I mean, because it, we it's, do. Big it's happening. So we're grateful. It is. We do appreciate it for sure. So yes, welcome, welcome. The week after Valentine's Day weekend. Before we get started on a recap of that, <laughs> so you and I, after the show last week, we were chatting because our mother has been kind of MIA for about, oh, I don't know, like a month. I know. God forbid that she actually has a life. I know. Well, it's not even that. It's that she's usually really good about nagging us to keep in touch with her, and she hadn't been. And so usually when that happens, it's kind of the same reason why we lay low, is we've just, our lives are overwhelming us. We get, we're kind of like cats, where we get a little overstimulated with our lives, and we just kind of need to just let let it all like leave me alone keep it at bay well because we don't we don't want to bite anyone if they get too exactly (laughs) and the thing is is we know it's like okay you know what you've been scratching my my tail for a long time and if i turn around i'm going to bite you and claw you to death i'm still purring but i will bite (laughs) yes that's how we are our family and our mother's no exception so she had gone to Florida like late November, right? I guess that's when it was. I w- you know, don't ask me. Don't ask me. I will tell you why I know that. Because if she could have, she would have missed Natalie's wedding. Because that's oh, really when she was supposed to go. Right. But she went the day after the wedding. And then okay. was gone for like a month. Oh, okay. That's right. I, th- I wanted to say, I thought she was done gone during Christmas, but... I she was. Remember. Okay, right. She was. So now I get a text message and a phone call and a voicemail last week from her all on the same day saying, hey, I need to talk to you. I'll be leaving for Florida again. And you know that requires a 24-hour response. <laughs> well, it's supposed to, yeah. but... Daryl had been ill, and I was actually out of town at the oh, time. Oh, that's right. And so I called her three days later, which I know is it's a cardinal sin in our family it to is. not respond to our mother immediately. So I was prepared for the curt, well, hello, guess who decided to be oh, respectful and call I did, I didn't. I didn't think you were going to call me back. I didn't realize <laughs> that I suddenly became your priority. All right. Well, hello there, daughter. How are you? <laughs> it's like, hello, dear mother. You know, so... And I I was prepared for it, didn't want it, but I dealt with it. You had your excuses lined up. I did. I had a whole (laughs) booklet of reasons why. And I was going to throw Daryl under the bus. I was going to use all of my, you know, I was going to use a migraine. You had had (laughs) had a million reasons. So uh, I called 
She did not answer. It rang like 20 times and then went to voicemail. I texted her. I called her again. Nothing. So she was actually out of town. Okay. So I got nothing. And of course, I started rallying the troops. I asked you. I know you asked me. And I'm just like, why would you ask me? I never know anything. I asked Stephanie because Stephanie had called me like three days before that and said, hey, have you heard from mom? Because I haven't spoken to her. So now I'm starting to get a little concerned because once the flaky sisters start wondering where our mother well, is. Well, that is true, yeah. And I start to get a little concerned. So left it at that and I said, you know what? She'll call me back. And then you said, well, maybe she was on the other line. I thought, oh, yeah, you know what? Maybe she was. I mean, God, you know, mom with technology, she can't click over. Otherwise, she'll end up hanging <laughs> up on everyone. Everyone. So she's like me. That's what I do. I, ha- <laughs> and I, I hang up here. on everyone and then I just stare at the phone and hope someone calls me back. <laughs> well, the problem with uh, I have an iPhone. So when I look down at someone's calling me, the options don't look e- They don't look. It's like Sophie's choice. It's like hang up on everyone. Put someone on hold. Answer this call. Put them on. wait. And I'm like, I don't understand what I'm supposed to be doing. Like the options aren't clear, you know, as far as the phone. So for our mom to have to do that as well, I, I can see that being confusing. So I get a phone call the next day like on a Saturday afternoon and I'm in the middle of doing stuff but I hadn't talked to her so I figured I better drop everything I'm doing and call in case she's like in the hospital or something mm-hmm. and she's like I got a new phone okay and I don't know how to answer it <laughs> and I said all right she's like I don't know how to answer it and it's also very loud because I don't know how to adjust the volume yet so I put it on silent Oh, And so I just happened to check my purse and saw that my phone was in there and saw all of your message and text messages and voicemail. And I got panicked thinking that there was an emergency. And I said, okay, all right. So oh dear. outside of going to her house and, you know, sending up a flare, had there been an emergency, she wouldn't have known about it. Oh, no. At all. She's like, I, I guess I need to figure out how to answer this phone. I said, well, you know, what was she going to do? Just put it in her purse and just make it go away? Well, yeah, that's exactly what she did. Oh, for heaven's <laughs> that's exactly sake. what she Mom. did. I know. And so all I can harken back to was when our grandmother was visiting many years ago and could not figure out how to turn off the the faucet. faucet. How do you turn this damn thing off? (laughs) And it's like, Grandma, it's a faucet. God damn it. Didn't they show her at the store or did they just do it online and have it shipped, I'm guessing? Well, I didn't I really didn't probe beyond that because that's when she made the announcement that she is going back to Florida. Okay. And she will be gone for four to six weeks. Wow. And I went, okay, I knew you were going to Florida because Paula told me that you had sent her an email. Yes. And I'm like, why are you going for so long? I said, what's happening in your life? Like, what's going on? You know, it's so strange because it's not like her to up and go. I mean, listen, I'm all for it. Live some life, you know, get out there. She's she's retired. She can go and she's got tons of free time. Well, our aunt is having knee surgery. And so she is going out there to help her convalesce. So that's why she's doing it. Right. Now, our aunt's husband has dementia and they still live together. Oh, I thought he died. Okay. <sighs> no, as much as we'd love it. No, he did not. And so um, <laughs> I said, 
Are you bringing some kind of weapon with you so that you can beat him up about the head if he comes near you? God, she goes, that no. guy's so old and frail. You could just tip him over. Okay, and here, here, here's the premise of this discussion. First of all, this is a very terrible person. He's okay? awful. This, yeah, I know. He's this is a person guy. who has no business still walking the planet. He's just old now, so he's not causing anyone any more harm. As long as there's no small children around, I don't think he's a threat to anyone. So Exactly. He this person and really, as long as there's no small children or a tool shed nearby, I think everyone <laughs> should be okay. Yeah. This is you know, I realize that there's always a little bit of sympathy for people when they get feeble and old. They're still disgusting. Doesn't cut any ice with me, guys. If no. you were an asshole your whole life, I don't really give a crap what you're, you're doing. Now, I'm not old, a fan. Dementia asshole. Yes. Now, I'm not a fan of suffering of any person. Well, maybe there's like two or three in my life that I can think of, but for the most part, just die already. You know that to me, a bad person just needs to die. I, be done with it. Just be off the planet and let's move on with our lives. So this individual, who is. You know, he's a he's an uncle by marriage, but I mean, it's been so long now. I mean, we haven't seen him in what our whole lives, 40 years. We were I mean, like in our late teens, early 20s. The last time we long saw time. him. <laughs> so I said, just bring a baton, mom. And she's like, oh, he's not going to mess with me. He's not. I mean, there's there's no interest there. And the thing <laughs> is, is that yeah. he's probably knows or maybe he doesn't anymore. I mean, he probably wonders why he's still alive. But I mean, it's just, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do when your body just won't give out? you know i mean <laughs> i don't know I so don't she's know. actually they've actually set our aunt set up a room for our mom she's all set to go the thing is with our mom is that you know we know how capable she is traveling and all of that stuff and it reminded me i was going to tell you when we were on our way home from la a couple weeks ago i actually got the pre-check flight thing that they put on your airline ticket sometimes they randomly award people tsa pre-flight check which means you don't have to go through the regular security were you wearing your turban again (laughs) no it's a good thing (laughs) it means you don't have to take off your shoes you don't have to take off your belt you just have to be wanded and you you just have to be you basically put all your stuff through dig in your butthole and everything like that. no no it's actually like the vip treatment so i'm sure the rest of the arab world (laughs) that's what they think too no no pre-flight check is when you don't have to go through extra security it's the good thing it's the one the pilots and stewardesses go through okay so every once in a while they they will randomly allow people to go through that security so i got chosen and it's kind of like getting into the front row or something okay and daryl did not so Daryl goes, hey, when you go up there, ask if I can go through with you. And I said, all right. So it's this, I mean, this man looked like the grandpa from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> all hunched over. Now, understand, I I get really, like, I want to obey all the rules when I go to the airport. I don't want to deal with any crap. You know, I don't want to go through anything extra. I just want to get through and get to my gate. And so I have my pass and my ID with me at all times. And so I walk up and there's a little thing where apparently if you do this all the time, you just ding your ID or and then you hand whatever to this guy. So me not knowing anything, I just stand there with these things in my hand. and I go, I don't know what you want me to do. And he's looking at me like, oh, he's like, oh, just give me your stuff. So he gets out. Then he starts to interrogate me and he starts to, you know, say, you know, your license is expired. I go, it's not expired. They just didn't send me the renewed thing if you look it up it, it's actually renewed and 
luckily I had my passport with me because he wasn't going to let me go. And so we went through all this thing and I go, you know what? No one's making you do this. This isn't jail, you know. I didn't say that to him. I'd be but like, I'm to. sorry you didn't plan better in the stock market or with your <laughs> retirement, sir, and that you have to keep working past the age of, you know, whatever. But I'm sorry that you have to wear Walmart shoes today, but I need to go. And I'm sorry you're the reasonable accommodation and that you have to work in this area because, you, you know, you're too frail to work in the regular department. And not only that, let me tell you, there was no one around no one around. I was the only one that got selected. So I'm walking through. So finally, and he... Well, you probably were interrupting his nap. <laughs> gruffly handed me my things back. And then I put everything through. And, you know, there's like three very large men and women standing there prepared to, I don't know, do what. Probably search me had I not been. Maybe, Why do they you know even what? have that area? That's so stupid. I don't know. So I went through. And Daryl's, of course, he's being patted down like a criminal over Seriously. on the other side. I had heard horror stories about Burbank Airport, but I didn't believe him until until this. I was really surprised. And I said, what the fuck is wrong? And I'm so now I'm getting everything on. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this airport? Why are why is everyone so angry? And now I'm angry. Fuck you guys. No one's making you work here. Go to freaking go to the gas station or go work at McDonald's if you don't like it. Well, because it's a federal job and What's it probably pays, you, you know, here? a ton of money for like little to no work. I mean, I get it. Okay, so what are these like wannabe cops or something? You know, because there's a bunch of really buff dudes, except for this one old codger in the burrows of hell over on the far right. I'm just thinking, how you know, imagine how much the the benefits and the pay is for a federal government. It's homeland security, basically. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be a pretty good job. I don't know. I don't think they make that much money. I mean, the benefits I'm pretty might sure be they worth make it. Homeland security. That's probably a lot of money, actually. I don't know. I want to say it's like minimum wage from oh, what I've heard. No, not at all, Jamie. You're kidding yourself. Oh, I don't know. I've never investigated it. I suppose if I was desperate, but I mean, the idea of touching people's shoes for a living. Well, it's not like they're working at Macy's, Jamie. I mean, it's Homeland Security being exposed to potential, you know, chemicals <laughs> and they have to go through all sorts of trainings and, and you know, all that. Plus, it's a government job. I'm saying out the gate, I would say minimum salary is at least like 75 G's. When was the last time you went through airport security, Paula? Well, probably the last time I was on an airplane. Which was? How long ago is my question to you? Do you, re do you uh, not recall the, the, the shape and status of the people that are doing this job? They mostly were round people, yes, yes. I recall. I just, I'm just saying, these are the, this is the front line? I don't know. That that eighty year old asshole is going to save us. I'm not suggesting that they're you know you know secret service members or anything like that. But I'm just saying, given the the job and the pay, if you're talking about the pay, fine. I you're right. They probably are doing well. I I honestly do not know if that's the case. Then you'd think they'd be a little bit more jolly or something. I don't know. But well, have a safe trip, mom. Hope it's yeah. great. I texted yeah, her this morning. Yeah. Not a response. But now I'm going to assume it's because she does not know how to open or turn on her phone. To Isn't it funny how mom goes in waves where, <laughs> you know, one minute she can, you know, not even get off the couch because you 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 think she's on death's door. Right. And the next minute she's in Florida for six weeks. She's like, what? I'm in Florida. What? What's happening? I'm going to Tampa. Because you know, she, she's buying, you know, 
I don't know, organic toilet paper. <laughs> because everything else Because she's chemicals. allergic to everything else. But, you know, next right. she's sleeping in someone's house. <laughs> it's in just, Florida. It's, it's, I know. She's a, she's a, she's, she's well, a bit she's, of a, a conundrum. She's an UG. She's the queen yeah, of the UGs. Really we we are really all is. difficult to understand and explain. So, speaking of difficult and hard to explain, Valentine's Day weekend. Now, normally we would not recap this weekend because we're not huge. Well, I am not a huge Valentine's Day person. I know you are. Mm-hmm. We decided to go to the beach. Because, as you had said last time, it was in the 70s, almost 80s, last weekend. Yes, it was beautiful. Very warm. Yeah, I saw the photo of the children at the beat or at the uh, the park. Yes, that day, and they were in shorts and they looked happy and wonderful. Had some sun in their face. Yes. Which? Why did you take a picture of them with their faces toward the sun? They were covering well, their eyes. You know, it didn't. So for Valentine's Day for us, you know, yes. here's the thing: is you know, I had had some plans to purchase you know cards and some candy and you know for everyone involved because valentine's day for us it's not just you know for victor and i we also like to get little valentines for the kids and things Mm -hmm. but you know our house has been plagued with this horrible virus it's it's like a mixture of a cold and a flu but it doesn't turn into any you know anything bacterial but it stays for a really long time ryan was sick with it last week for about i would say six days yeah olivia is sick with it this week god forbid should they both be sick with it the same week but Mm. so i've been dealing with sick kids for two weeks and i am exhausted i just i need a vacation (laughs) anyways so (laughs) valentine's day for us was it had to be low-key because you know, Ryan was just getting over sick. Olivia was starting to get the sniffles. So oh, we had gotten, like, we literally had gone to Rite Aid to get medicine. We bought everyone's cards. Basically, mm-hmm. you know, he took turns holding the kids while I went and got the stupid cards, you know. And so I had to go and see what was left because everything was basically picked over by then. Yeah, it is. So we went to the park. We decided to feed the, well, we were going to feed the ducks, but basically the only thing that lets you feed anything are the geese because they're bullies. Those things are so freaking big, but fortunately, well, what was funny is we were feeding them this gluten-free bread that Victor bought that was kind of gross. Oh, God. They, like, some of the geese, like, put it in their mouths and then they, like, let it back out because they didn't (laughs) want to eat it. (laughs) It's Isn't that, that bad. funny? What is this poison you're giving us? Ew, it's gross. We took the dogs with us. It was fun. And then we went to sushi for dinner. Ryan had sushi for the first time. He absolutely loved it. Awesome. And Olivia, she liked, uh, she got her chicken teriyaki bowl, which was well, exciting. That's good. That's and totally then fine. we went home and then that was pretty much so. I mean, it was pretty low key day, but it had to be because, you know, we've we've been dealing with the plague yeah, but, God, so. that's awful. No, for us, we like I said, we wanted to go to the beach. Malia wanted to bring her friend with her, so not a guy. It was a, a girlfriend. And oh, okay. so me and producer Dub and Malia, our 15-year-old, and her friend, we got in the car. We had looked at the weather, 75 and sunny at Bodega Bay. We were so excited. Nice. Yeah, it was going to be amazing. And so we get there. It took us two and a half hours to get to Petaluma. 
because oh, there was God, some traffic. That's a long time. It was a long time, but once you get to Petaluma, it's like 20 minutes. Yeah, it's not that bad. So we get, we go to, we always go to Whole Foods and we get a picnic and we had everything all packed up. We're like, and it was hot. We were like, oh my God, you know, took off our, we had our little flannels on. So we took it off. We had our little t shirts underneath. We had the windows down, sunroof open. So stoked. We get to the outskirts of Bodega Bay, the city, and it is bumper to bumper. Oh, no. It took us an hour to get through Bodega Bay. What time did you, did you leave in the morning? We left at 10-ish. Oh, God. So it's like one o'clock by now, huh? So by the time we get to uh, the ocean, the Sonoma coastline, suddenly it's gray. We're like, what's going on? It was so sunny and beautiful. We get to the Sonoma coastline. The wind is like 30 miles per hour. It is black. It is gray. People are running to the cars, freezing. It was so cold. Not even kidding. It might have been 50. It was so cold. And the thing is, is that, you know, highs usually hit around three o'clock. So it was like two-ish, two-thirty-ish when we got there. And so we're like, you know what? We came. We've been in this car for three damn hours. We're going to the beach. Well, I mean, I'm sure you guys have been there before when it's like that. Yeah, once. We're, and we didn't stay. We oh. stayed for like 30 minutes. It's, <laughs> okay. it's so cold. Yeah, and so, it is. And this is the time of year when the Mavericks happen, the, that amazing surfing contest that goes down in the Bay Area. Um, because the the winter waves are just, well, they're frighteningly huge. And surfers surf on them. You know, our sister, I think, has been once. Oh, I would okay. love to go to Mavericks. But now, because of some issues with the waves coming in and sweeping people away a couple of years ago, oh. they don't allow the public anymore to come. You can, I think you can pay to be on charter boats to watch from the sea, but you can't be on the beach anymore. It's very dangerous. And so... Uh, with that being said, we're not that far away. The Sonoma coastline is very, very close to that. So the waves were huge and choppy. There was hardly any beach to speak of. So we found a little place. People are building walls with their blankets and chairs trying to shield each other from the wind. Uh, we sat down and I had my hood on because it was just, I mean, pelting us like you wouldn't oh even believe. Oh my gosh, I wonder what happened. Did you guys look at like a weather app to see if it was going to clear up? We d- we did and it, this shouldn't have happened. Essentially, this this came out of nowhere. We, and we kept waiting and there'd be little bursts of sun occasionally. We'd be like, everybody, the whole beach, when there were people that were like, oh, oh. And you should have seen all the couples that were there because Aww. you know it was, it was valentine's yeah. day so you know like there was this one girl freezing her little ass off boyfriend i assume new fiance they're sitting on the this beach blanket she's in her cutest little valentine's day outfit she's got her little skirt and her little denim jacket and cute little blouse underneath you know all prettied up and she's just sitting there freezing her ass off and he's like you know, trying to make her as warm as possible. And I'm thinking, oh, how sad. You know, he's probably going to propose or something. Oh, my God. That would totally suck. Well, he didn't. He did not. You know, well, because good. I'm freezing. glad he didn't ruin the moment by trying to do it. No. But there was a lot of couples like that. There was a couple that came down and they were both in their blankets wrapped around like little children, like in little snuggled children just sitting there next to each other. And, you know, they were like me and Daryl. If Daryl and I were in our 20s and we wanted to do the beach on Valentine's Day, they were just sitting there like, blah, 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 blah. Let's get the fuck out of here. And yeah, they got up seriously. and left. 
So after after we ate our picnic, you know, and Daryl had brought some champagne because you know he's romantic, and it was warm as hell. (laughs) So (laughs) so it was freezing, but your champagne was warm. Yeah, he goes, well, do you want to open it? It doesn't feel that cold. I go, stop it, stop living in denial. It's cold (laughs) out here, freezing, and this champagne is like eighty degrees. Get over it. Put it away. We're not doing the romantic thing. Stop it. If you've been listening to The Ugly Truth for a while now, you know that Jamie and Paula never leave the house without a little freshening up. And that is why we're introducing the Lip and Clip Tip of the Week, brought to you by Avon. Here's Paula. I love Avon's Extra Lasting Cream to Powder Foundation. It's not too heavy, and it gives me great, even coverage. And if you hurry and buy right now, you can actually get... An extra item such as blush, concealer, or powder for just $2.99. Trust me, it's a really great deal. So if you hurry and get yourself extra lasting cream to powder foundation from Avon, you'll love how your pretty face got just a little prettier. To get this and any product from our Avon store, just visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Ugly Mall. Thanks for supporting the show. Let's get back to the Ugly Truth. I did get the kids their little candy hearts, which I always get. They always appreciate them, and they eat them immediately. And then because I I know Daryl really well, and I know when it comes to holidays like this, he doesn't have to go above and beyond for me. I, it's not that I don't appreciate it. It's just it's not necessary. But I know that he really likes it. So I always get him cards. I get him – usually Valentine's Day seems to land on a weekday, but this year it didn't. And yeah. so normally I put one in his backpack – on the day of Valentine's Day. And then I usually put one where he um, like gets ready in the morning. So he'll see it in the morning. And then when he gets when he's on the train, he'll find the other one. And I've been doing that for a really long time. Do you get him? I have a question to ask you because okay. Victor and I got each other very different cards this year. Okay. Do you get him like <laughs> meaningful cards or do you get him like jokey cards? I... <sighs> My favorite brand of card is Papyrus. They used okay. to have their own store, but you know, no cards, nobody, no card company except for Hallmark. Right. And even Hallmark, when you go to a Hallmark store, they sell more trinkets than they do cards. I love Hallmark stores, though. I do too, but everything's expensive, and it is. you know, I I've, every time I've been in there, I have to ask someone where the birthday cards are. That's kind of sad. But that's how they stay in business. So papyrus, they're really expensive, but mm-hmm. I love them. And so they have, they're more playful. Um, they're not, they, they do have some deep meaning ones, but they're very succinct to the point. If you want to go the sexy route, you can do that. But most of them are just more playful love loving. So I got him one that, you know, and I never normally do. Sometimes I just get the love cards. I don't do Valentine's Day cards, but this one said, uh, husband and it had you know a big heart with a bunch of gold emblazoned love on it in a heart and then mm-hmm. inside it said you know you're my only valentine or something and then I always put something like if I did celebrate this holiday then you would be my only valentine you know, I'd say stuff like that right then the other one just says I love you and that's an XOXO inside and okay. they're very very simple I'm not into the whole like Daryl is the one who will send me a card that has like two paragraphs in it oh <laughs> How he's pleading his entire love and soul to me, and it's practically a will and testament right. of his devotion, which I, I never read all the way through, but I appreciate what he's trying to say, right. and right. that's fine. But he does not give me jokey cards very often. If he ever did, I'd start sending him sympathy cards for his birthday. But, yeah. 
What did you do? So I am like in between Daryl and I probably I appreciate what Daryl gets. I, I've seen those cards and I, yes. I, I'm inclined to get those ones, but I know that Victor won't read the whole thing. So right. I get maybe like, you know, the half paragraph one. Okay. And so like this one, I got him something about sweet kisses and Valentine's okay. Day. All right. And so I got him that one. So I usually try and get ones that are like, you know, applicable, but, you know, right. that are shortish. Yeah. And so I got him one and it was, you know, it was sweet. And so then I write like a little sentiment and then I sign it. And so I got he got me one this year and it was like it had like a cartoon monster on it. And oh. Oh. So, and I'm like All right. thinking in my mind, I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know, like, okay. and I was just like, OK. And so <laughs> God. I just was like. This is so stupid. This is the photo this is the photo <laughs> frame all over again. I was irritated. <laughs> but I just, you know, I was so What did it say? I love you. I think you. I threw it away. I don't even know. You're a monster, but I love you anyway. Didn't even read it like, you know, like I I don't even know what it, it said. You know, Paula, it doesn't even matter. It was it was like it doesn't even matter. He's like I, he's like I just thought it was funny. I'm like yeah, I'm sure it was funny. I don't even know. I just like I didn't. I wasn't mad when I read it because I mean by this point I was just like sleep deprived and like Valentine's was such a like a such a not a not a joke by this point, but it was just like you know we were at Rite Aid buying candy and you know. <laughs> for the sake of the holiday right and so it i'm feels just like, like why are we even, even bothering with even this matter at, at that point okay a couple of things this is the same issue that you've been having with this person for as long as i can remember <laughs> I okay know, you know. two are you two are never on the same page because he doesn't listen to anything <laughs> you say or observe you in any way whatsoever the person who swears he knows you better than anybody else can't seem to get the smallest of things right number one number two i knew that something was up the way you posted about valentine's day because you're like celebrating valentine's day with the family fun la 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 you know yeah. it was very benign and i went okay one of two things has happened one he completely bombed the gift two the children are puking there's one of two things going on here and then the day later you posted the flowers <laughs> No, we got the flowers that night, but um, oh, okay. no, it was just, it, it was a pretty like nonchalant Valentine's Day. That's just right. the whole thing. It was like a no right. biggie and it, which was the whole plan. It was supposed to be no biggie, I guess. Sure. Sure. Well, you know, you always say that. And then like Daryl, you know, he usually gets me a card or something. He always gives me flowers three days before Valentine's Day. It's just his thing because he feels compelled to do it. I accept that for him and it's fine. But he found the cards early, and so he felt like an asshole. And I said, why are you feeling like an asshole? He goes, because I didn't get you anything. And I said, it's fine. You know I don't do the – I don't do Valentine's Day. I do the card thing because you like the cards. you know. It's And I do want to do them for you. I'm not obligating myself to do it. I just know that you appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I do it, because you do like Valentine's Day, and I think you would feel bad if I didn't do it. And that doesn't cut any. I can't do that. I can't have him feeling bad. So he felt like an asshole all day. He's like, I fucked up. I didn't get you a card. I'm like, you don't ever have to give me a card. Man, listen to me when I say 
I am. This is not a girl thing. I'm not speaking in code when I say I don't do Valentine's Day. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you on my children. I mean it. Promise. And so he's like, all right. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just. I, it's a dumb holiday. But see, look at look at what's, look what it did. It's, it's I know. It's crazy. Dumb. It's so dumb. Yes. I guess that's just the whole thing is, is like, I am kind of a greeting card person. And so when, when I got the greeting card and I'm just like, what is this? I'm like, this is, what is this bullshit? I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> I, but I didn't, of course, say that. But I was just like, gee, thanks. You know, no. that's what every girl wants is, you know, a monster that says like, you know, I could gobble you up or something stupid. You know, it's just like, it's, dumb yeah whatever I hear you. I'm like thanks for the well, gluten-free you know caramel toffee candy appreciate oh, it god yikes <laughs> so. well, speaking speaking of crazy let's transition to our next segment yes there has been a lot of well the award we're in the middle of awards season season yes and the grammys were a couple of days ago i was completely unimpressed with everything for the most part yeah personally now we're going to discuss Gwen Stefani. When when that thing started, I thought it was... She did a live video. It was a two-minute video of her new single that I guess is Target exclusive or something. Has something to do with Target. Yeah, it was... I don't know if it was sponsored by Target or it was brought to you by Target or... Something. something. They paid for that two-minute time frame. I didn't realize that it was live. I thought it was just another extended commercial or something. Yeah, and I think the song is called I I Knew I Liked You. Something like that. And then I was watching it, and then suddenly I started watching it going, God, she looks old. Why are they, why did they do that with the lighting? I mean, she looks her age, like, like really old to me, older than normal. Well, the hairstyle didn't do much for her. I mean, she I didn't really like it. shouldn't do the tight Shirley Temple curls. It's just... I, it was like the Marilyn Monroe thing, but but plus, because there was a little too much body well, she has, in it. she has a lot of forehead, too. She does. And then when you go platinum like that, and she's so fair-skinned... She's really fair-skinned. It looks excessively large, for sure. I, I just was a little surprised... And then the whole, you know, the bar's name was Blake's and all this other stuff. And I thought, really? I mean, is that what we're doing now? Is that is that who you are? So here's the here's my whole take on the thing. Exactly one year ago today is when she mm-hmm. found out that her still husband, because mm-hmm. I, I don't think she's quite divorced yet from Gavin Rosdale. Mm-hmm. She found out that Gavin Rosdale had been cheating on her. OK, right. With so it's been exactly one year and now she is basically plastering all over on on this video her emotions and feelings about Blake Shelton, who she's been dating for, what, six months? Maybe. If that. Right. And, and in this video, it was, you know, bubblegum, doo-wop style, you know. Right. I, I like you. I'm into you. I'm all over you. I love your kisses. I love this. I, you know, I can't stop thinking about you. You're in my head. And basically, it ultimately ended up with her in a black leotard and nylons in roller skates. Right. And, you know, it was a little professing her. It was ridiculous. To me, it was ridiculous. I said, Gwen, you're in your late 40s and you should not be in a black leotard and roller skates, you know, (laughs) singing about this stage four Klingon type uh, affection for someone that you've been dating for about six months. 
mm-hmm. when you're still married to somebody else and you have three children, you know, With this, said this is just not behavior of, of, of a woman of your age. Well, I will say that people would argue that she can do whatever she wants and that she can wear and rollerblade or roller skate in anything and she can do whatever. She can declare her love for this person who also is less than a year out of a divorce. Oh, no. He's, well, I mean, he's less than a year out of it, but he's divorced. No, I know. But I mean, we're talking, this is the epitome of a transitional relationship where it feels like love. This is it. What was I thinking? And it ultimately isn't. I mean, we don't know these people, but let's be honest. These two people were committed and were in in it for the long haul. And now these two have completely lost their minds and thought, oh, no, this is it. I mean, I guess I can see that. But here's my thing is, you know, Blake Shelton, he's divorced, but he he doesn't have any children. He, the, the only one that stands to get hurt in this situation is him. You know, Gwen right. Stefani, she is is still married, still has an ex-husband and father of her children and children that she has to consider in this situation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she stands to really, you know, there's just a lot of factors involved in this situation. And I feel like she's just not really thinking clearly. That's what I think, especially from a mother standpoint. Well, let me put this to you in a different way. First of all, being married, depending on what kind of, you know, upbringing you have or or your thoughts on marriage, and I think that people's thoughts on marriage change quite a bit uh, depending on, you know, their experiences in life. Being married now for her is a legal contract. It is not a spiritual or emotional bond any longer. That has that ship has sailed. So you're looking on a moral level when realistically, once once the, the bond of union for them emotionally is done, they have no problem moving on because it's just a technicality at this point. You know, they're, now it's just physical assets, you know? Well, I think we can just agree to disagree then. Okay. All right. So let's move on to, since we're doing some celeb talk today, I wanted to know, I have a question and maybe you can answer this for me. Why, when something unusual happens or there's some big something to do, why do they always nominate and trot out Lady Gaga for it? I'm getting kind of confused. Like, when did we decide that she was the one to go to when we needed something outrageously done? Like the Super Bowl and her, you know, hunter hunting games contraptional outfit. Now, I know that it was a good it was a good rendition and all of that. That's great. And then she did the David Bowie thing on the Grammys, which was to me atrocious. Okay, so everyone keeps talking about the David Bowie tribute and how it was so great. Now, to me... Who said it was great? I haven't seen one person who thought that was good. Everything I read said it was, you know, you know, really well done, blah, blah, blah. And I was talking to Victor... It was awful. I was talking to Victor about it because I was watching it. For starters... I didn't realize Lady Gaga was so short, but maybe maybe she just looked short in that jumpsuit. Well, but those Elvis pants do nobody favors. They don't do anyone any favors. I told Victor, I said, you know, a tribute is one thing. 
I said, but doing like a cover band is just quite another. And I said, well, I, mean, I think we've 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 tread into a whole different territory where I'm like, she should not be trying to impersonate. I'm like, this looks like a bad like Reno for <laughs> Thursday night. <laughs> You know, like lounge act and i said this is not this is not like a true like what they did for lionel richie awesome was amazing. and it should was i so mention it was so- demi lovato ki- killed it when whenever um, she did demi lovato why isn't that girl more famous because she's like why isn't she so mentally ill jamie she is just so, so what oh Ill. yeah because you know because kanye is just the picture of mental health oh my god we'll get to that him guy's a fucking we'll crazy get to him but no, but with Lady Gaga, you know, it's funny because when you start re... First of all, I don't know of all the people, why did it have to be Lady Gaga? Why? Why couldn't it be Mick Jagger or Queen or, you know, or a couple someone... Or a couple of the, you know, good UK singers that... Someone who really knew him, some of the veterans who actually have talent and can go out there and, and, and do, like, I don't know, one or two of his most prolifically amazing songs transitioning from one and transitioning to the other and having it be eloquent and elegant and classy and i hate that word classy but anything that would that would attribute somehow how amazing he was right. in this real ethereal spacey david bowie way instead of this Elton John mutant <laughs> on stage with Ronald McDonald hair in an Elvis suit. It was so bad. I don't care what anyone says. She's not the end all. She's a fucking Italian from Brooklyn. That's all. It was really odd. Oh, God. It it made me angry. And I'm not even a hardcore David Bowie fan, but I love music. And that was a travesty. An absolute travesty. I was watching and I'm like, what is she doing? Like, I just. And she's doing some kind of Indian dance, some kind of Native she American had a bunch dance. Of odd mannerisms and just, I just you know. Don't like her weird, jagged, weird movement. And, and, and yes, she does sing well, monsters, but it's just not. It wasn't conducive to what. And now we're getting her too much. Now she's bleeding into everything. She's in our football. Now she's at the Grammys. What's next? You know what I mean? I'd rather see her than like a Beyonce. I'll tell you that much. Oh, I know how much you love Beyonce. Well, I'm just saying for a long time, it was all Beyonce all the times. Or Taylor Swift. (laughs) I can even handle Taylor Swift. But I mean, it's just, you know, did you see? (laughs) Did you see Taylor's Bob? (laughs) It's I know she's trying to be a grown up. I know that's what she's doing now. (laughs) I know. But but here's here's, when I saw that Bob, you know what I thought? I thought of all the little girls in high school who are going to chop their hair off and try to look like I Taylor really Swift this not. summer. We don't need a bunch of 16-year-olds trying Please. to look 25. I mean, Please. it's just... She doesn't look 25. She looks like a... She looks like Ramona from Ramona and Beezus. <laughs> I mean, it was really blunt cut. <laughs> and when celebrities do that, there's only one reason why they do that. They it's because haircut. their extensions... Oh. Their extensions have completely ruined their hair and there's nothing left. Yeah, that's probably true. So they're like, oh no, this is the style Isn't that funny? Guys. She is best friends with, the, with uh, Ramona and Beezus, too. <laughs> it's 
so funny. Okay, and true. quickly, I know we're not going to talk about Justin Bieber too much, but Victor what? was watching him and he's like, What is he doing? And I'm like, He's acting weird because Selena Gomez is literally like 15 feet away from him. I tweeted that. I tweeted that. <laughs> I said, He's trying to sing the song that he wrote about her dissing her, and she's literally probably burning eyes in the back of his neck. He's like, What's up with his dance this? moves? I'm like, He's not looking to the audience and he's dancing strangely. He's acting like a typical 20 year old guy dancing all weird and not looking in the audience because she's right there and she's just sitting there glaring at him going you are such an asshole and she's looking at him thinking i can't believe i used to fuck you and i really wanted to for a long time too although if you saw those nude pictures you would know why He's very attractive for a young man. Well, and he had a very large penis, Jamie. I know. Come I on. know. I saw that. I it's couldn't just believe that. I was just like, that, I can't believe that comes off your body. You know what's funny about, how old is he? Like 23, 22? I don't know. I thought, he was, was that boy? I thought he was still 11. No, no. <laughs> no. What's weird now, and it's funny because, you know, Daryl and I have these, because, you know, I try to corner Daryl into making admittances <laughs> that he probably doesn't Great. really want. But I'll say stuff like, oh, please, I go like you wouldn't like if I died, you wouldn't go and get a little hot 20 something. Come on. He's like, no, I have children that are that age now. It's weird to me. And so now I think I'm, and I didn't believe him for a really long time. But now I kind of do. He He's really uncomfortable looking at girls that are his daughter's age. Well, that's gross, Jamie. Yeah, it bothers him. But, you know, the thing is, is that half the people that in porn our, our daughter's age, you know? And so I said, is that how you feel when you look at porn on your phone? And he's just like, hey, wait a minute. Now, I don't do that. I'm like, okay. Well, now you probably had it. Thanks for ruining the one thing he had left. Way to go. Oh, yes, because he's just such a, he's just so put upon. He just never did get to anything, right? I don't Please. know. That, that man is sexually satisfied. Whether he looks at porn or not is none of my concern. Okay, so speaking of Taylor Swift and porn, kind of. Okay, Kanye West made a, made a comment oh. <laughs> that he and Taylor Swift would be having sex one day. What is that all about? Okay, Paula, here's what I've come to terms with with Kanye. For a really long time, I thought it was just an act. He was trying to get press or he was trying to be noticed. Like, you know how small children, when you're in the middle of something and small children are like jumping up and down like little gremlins trying to get your attention. And then finally you turn around and you go, what? What do you need? And they go, I just wanted to tell you hi. And then they run away. (laughs) I always felt like that was what Kanye West was doing. He's just waiting for the whole world to stop and go, what is it that you need? What do you want from us? And he'd be like, nothing. I just wanted you to see me. And it's like, ugh, you know, annoying. For a long time, that's what I thought about Kanye. The last couple of months, I'm starting to see him differently. I think he's bipolar. Genuinely. I'm I'm genuinely thinking he's bipolar. And the reason I say that, he's starting to turn on his wife. And that is, to me, shocking. Shocking. How is he turning on Kim? Well, the last song that he just put out was all about his wife fucking Ray J and that the only re- you know the only reason he's fucking her now is because he has more money. I mean, it's really disrespectful. If Daryl ever said anything about me with a with an old lover and then going around and telling everybody that we knew that the only reason that we're together is because Daryl has more money than my old lover, that would be bad. Now, Kim, just not even a couple of days ago, refused 
to go on stage with him after one of his shows. She's absolutely laying low. Yeah, you know, I actually read an article that, not quoting her specifically, but an insider to their relationship. And I know our listeners don't care for the Kardashians, so we won't talk too deeply. But an insider to their relationship said that Kim is a very supportive wife, and she pretty much stands behind Kanye on most things. But the things that she cannot stand at the most is his Twitter rant. It's really bad. I actually said that. I said, you know... Two things. One, do you know how hard it is to make the Kardashians look like decent humans? I mean, this is this is something that I never thought I would see. Well, I never thought in a million years that I would actually be feeling sorry for her. I don't necessarily feel sorry for her. I do. I don't. Um, I think. What did she? Did you? Did you think that? Did in a million years? Do you think she thought that she would get that thrown in her face twenty years later by her own husband? I think she was very aware of what she was getting when she married Kanye. I. Think. I don't. I don't think that throwing Ray J in her face is was ever expected. Well, what I read actually was um, when he made this album, he reached out to every party that he mentioned specifically to um let yes, them I do. know I think so he actually reached out to ray j and, oh, awesome. and contacted him and said hey i wrote this lyric i just wanted to let you know um you know no hard feelings it's just you know part <laughs> of part of who it is and ray j said you know whatever it was ancient history and you know just so you know i have four tv shows and i own multiple properties so I, i'm i'm not hurting for cash <laughs> not only but not so only basically that, but- saying like you know i'm not poor <laughs> Yeah, but the thing is, is that you can't stop someone from saying whatever they want to say. But I agree with you. I thought it was pretty disrespectful. I'm like, why would you want to talk about your wife? I mean, I know for I I know for damn sure Victor was a rap artist. He would never. I mean, he can't even stand the thought about someone I ever used to date. Like, I can't even talk about it. Everybody has a past, but I just don't think it's appropriate to to (laughs) utilize that to make money or get downloads or. You know, in the sense that he's doing it. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, if I want to talk about my past and get downloads and money, that's my business. But it's not his business. But my point is that his recent behavior has, to me, is spinning. He is spiraling. And it's sad because I don't think it is an act. I'm starting to think it is a mental disorder i do believe there is a a certain level of narcissism to him and you know ego and entitlements and but i I also i do feel very sad for him because i I, too i am saddened by the fact that i do think he suffers from severe mental illness i think it's bipolar and i don't think that there are enough people around him even if there is enough people around him i don't think anyone could make him get help i think he's, yeah that's the i think thing. he's one of those people that yep would refuse and well he probably has in the past i mean honestly this is not a new issue no my guess is that he's always battled I, and of course we're making a lot of assumptions but i but my my assumption is that he's always battled this type of situation and that ultimately He's probably thinking, I can't because it'll affect my art or something. Well, and you told me a long time ago that you feel like it probably got exacerbated when he lost his mother. Yes, I do. I think that's when he changed. And so, I mean, aside from his mother, he really has no one except for Kim and the two children. And yeah, and they just basically let him run. 
they don't she does not control him at but all I, I mean how can she he controls she her can't. he could he tells her what to wear he tells her how to do her hair how to do her makeup i mean well, but you and i've always discussed she basically turns into whatever doll she morphs into whatever man, man she's with but i do agree mm-hmm. with you i do agree that she is probably from what i've gleaned i would say just in the last few weeks mm-hmm. i think she she kim's doing what kim usually does when she's getting ready to make her exit she lays low she is laying low <laughs> he is talking about his need for money and she has that money but she is yeah. not giving it to him no she is not and i think that she <laughs> is probably getting ready to make her exit from kanye if you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. Visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show. If you do, there's a good chance you'll hear all about their ugly and awkward moments as they happen. Go to UGLEETruth.com or search for us on Facebook and Twitter. And now, back to the truth. Let's go ahead and get to our ugly and awkward moment of the week. So when we were in between illnesses, um, when Mm -hmm. Ryan was getting better and Olivia wasn't quite sick yet, we had this long three-day weekend, and so we decided to take the family to our local casino because we hadn't been in ages. Oh, my God. And I know. I know it's so grotesque to you. It, it's just a little surprising. It's just, why is it surprising? I don't know. I just, I, I can think of other things I would rather do. But I but I know there's a play area there. For and us, all that. it's fun. The kids love it there. They were so okay. excited. And right. so we were pretty excited because we hadn't been in, you know, a lot, really long time. Months. And so I know it doesn't seem like, you know what? Enough <laughs> with your judgy judge. <laughs> so Victor and I were tooling around and we had just, you know, we're tired of losing our money at the regular uh the regular slot machines we always play so we tried something new we played this new quarter machine which is kind of a big deal for us because we never played quarter machines before and so we're sitting there and we're sitting kind of by the escalators but we're still kind of in this corner and so victor was playing this machine and then all of a sudden he wins like this you know they have these little circles that come up and it's like you know four times and yeah and then if, if it's touching like the bars or something like that you win like a, you know a good bonus or something like that okay well he did that and he won like two hundred dollars awesome and so i was like oh my god and so i was like oh my god i can't believe you won that so i got super excited well yeah. a little crowd began to gather because i was <gasps> so excited and oh. so you know people are like oh my god what they win i don't know it looks like they hit the bonus or something you know and so like oh, all these god. people were whispering and looking and so because i was still like you know lamenting i couldn't because to me you know two hundred dollars is a lot of money well it just paid for your whole day out basically yeah because yeah. i mean it was more than what we came in with and so i sure. was super excited and so we're up we're up finally when everyone realized it but you know for the average gambler $200 is not that much money. and so, It's not? No. Oh. <laughs> not for people. Well, I don't know. No. I used to get excited when I won $40. I thought that was the biggest day of my life. Right. So as people started to realize that we only won $200, like they kind of were just like, oh, that, 
that's all you know like well was victor equally as excited (laughs) he was excited but he just was kind of like you know it's all right honey like it's you know so, because he realized, like there was a crowd, you know, kind of. Was started... this a volume control thing for you? It again? was. I guess I was overly excited, and I didn't realize how much I was like lamenting about how mm-hmm. excited I was. And so, kind of to where like time tra- four or five people were like watching us at the machine, <laughs> you know, because they were oh. trying to see like how much we had. They're won. like, oh, those poor, poor people. They think they just got a win. He's like, it's all right, you know. It's like it's okay. <laughs> It's like, so. I would, you know what, honestly, me, I would have been, I would have like ramped it up a bit. I'm like, we can pay our rent. We can get things out of Hawk now. <laughs> so We've really made something of ourselves. We did it. <laughs> well, what, rema- what it reminded me of is when me, Stephanie and Allison had gone to Vegas and yeah. I had won $35 on this nickel slot machine. <laughs> and so I put my hands in the air and I started screaming and I was so excited. And like all these people walked by me and they're like, what did you win? And they're like, oh, $35. I got the $35. And so, but I mean, everyone thought I won like the freaking jackpot because it was, you know, because I never, I'm like $35 is a lot, you know? Hey, you know what? I don't gamble very often. I could if I wanted to. I know how to do it. I just choose to spend my money on other, in other ways for entertainment. But I'm, you know, it took me a really long time to realize that at the end of the day, if you want to spend however amount of much money you want to spend, you know, doing the gambling thing, it's really no different than going to a movie and dinner or going to, you know, Napa or whatever. That's how we view it because we don't, yeah. we don't go to the movies or anything like that. Right. And so to me, it's like if it's a form of entertainment, I get it. I, I, I just don't like the people that are there. That's kind of my problem. But, you know, I don't like people in general. Kidding me? That's the best part. Perhaps. So, I mean, to me, if I were to go in and just try to play with $40 and I won $35, I'd be excited. Yeah. So, I mean, he won two. I mean, I was thrilled. I thought it was a ton. But me too. For your your average degenerates, you know, it's nothing, really. (laughs) You know, so so the crowd felt foolish, you know, gathering over. But so I told Victor, I'm like, I bet you I could be one of those like prop players you know like where they just like pay people to gamble and get excited and like you know lure more people to gamble other you know maybe any other machines i'm like i bet you the I, slots really lose you guys I, said, I bet you i'd be a good one he's like you would be an excellent one of those <laughs> <laughs> okay so this is mine this is not awkward okay for anyone this is an ugly moment i you don't seem to have the ugly moments as often as i do i don't but i don't um, get out much that's true you don't so i was at target and the thing with target is in the clothing section you know that you can get a cute a couple of cute pieces for like a season yeah you know, summer spring whatever they have some cute stuff that if it if it lasts one season great you didn't invest $100 in a t-shirt or something. So it's no big deal. Anyway, I just walked in the door at Target. I was by myself. Malia had a basketball game. So I literally had like six hours with nothing to do. Oh. It was amazing. That never, for mothers, that that is, it's like a, it's like a rare jewel. You just never, you occasionally come across them. And when you do, you just savor it. I don't even know when I, I can't. I can't even imagine when or if that's going to happen. And when ever. you have school-aged children and you have an eternity to spend alone, everyone goes to Target first. Pretty much, yeah. I don't know why, but that's where we all go. We all go to Target first, and then we make our way to wherever else we're going that day. So I'm at Target, and I haven't been this peaceful 
in a really long time because, you know, just like anybody else who has kids, it's it's a rarity to have alone time, solitude of any kind outside of the house. And so I'm going through Target. Now, as I've said before, I know people pretty well. A lot of it has to do with, I think, our childhood. When you've had a rough childhood, you tend to be ultra sensitive about your surroundings. Mm -hmm. Stephanie's kind of this way, too. You're not as much. But Stephanie and I are very keen on vibe when we're out. And I walked into the clothing section and within 10 seconds, I felt a funky vibe. And I look up and there is a man staring at me and he's smiling at me. And now because I had just walked in, I didn't think anything of it, but he was kind of far away. And so I was like, that's odd. And then I thought he was maybe he would work there or something. I wasn't sure. He started like making a beeline towards me very quickly. And I didn't feel comfortable. (laughs) And I am not a delicate flower when it comes to my personal safety. I am not one of these people that runs. When it comes to the fight or flight, I fight. I was going to say, did you charge him and be like, what do you want? (laughs) I started walking toward him. (laughs) I started walking toward him and he was smiling. He was wearing a, a blue polo shirt and khakis and he was a little on the shorter side and he was Asian. And I did think maybe I maybe he knew me or, you know, I I mean, I got a little bit arrogant for about a quarter of a second, thought maybe he listens to the show. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so he's he's walking toward me. He's kind of weaving through the clothing and he's really, really odd. Well, I just start. I continue. I'm not turning around. I'm not turning my back on this fool. And I'm just going to keep walking toward him. And my eyes do not leave. His eyes are not leaving my eyes. And he's smiling and he's walking toward me. What a creep. It was very creepy. And I've seen that look before. I've seen a man do that to my child once. And I almost killed him. And so uh, I know that look. And so he's walking towards me. Finally, he walks past me. But he, he he's like walking with his back. Like he's backing up and staring at me as he's walking away from me. So finally, I turn around and very loudly because this is what you're supposed to do, ladies. Make draw yourself, draw attention to yourself. I said, "What the fuck do you want? I will kick your ass!" And I start walking toward him. What did he say? He ran out of the store. <laughs> I don't know what my face looked like. I can only assume that it looked like some kind of demon from hell because I was having none of it, and I. I literally said when he was running away, I said, if I had a knife, I would have stabbed you in the throat. <laughs> I swear to God, I was creeper. First of all, I decided that the safest thing to do, because I'm not a moron, is to stay in the store. Right. Because I'm not going to chase after him because I don't want a confrontation other than what I had already done. Well, what's he going to do? So- bite your ankles? Well, wait, he had a satchel, oh, maybe he had a gun or something. Maybe, yeah. So, I mean, or, a ca- you know, I assumed it was a camera. He could have had but, a kit. You never know. Right. And so I just said, you know what? I'm not going to push the issue. He ran away. And, you know, whatever the hell he thought he was going to do or say, I have no idea. It doesn't matter. But it's so funny. I was laughing at myself going, you know, <laughs> of all the things, you know, most people run away from, from things like that. I started charging this asshole. That's what <laughs> I, I would have like, done. Come on! It was insane. I said, I have never wanted to plunge a, a sword into someone's chest so badly. I hate people like that. They think with I their do. little freaky smiles and that they're going to intimidate. Ugh. And I'm like, back the fuck up. I'm not, I'm not Dude, scared of shit. 
I will, you'll be a damn stain. And you know what? I realize that I have weak arms and I am female. Doesn't matter. But trust me, hell hath no fury like a woman who's afraid. Hey, dude, I've lived a thousand lives. There is dude, nothing that's going to frighten me right now. I have been hurt by bigger men and survived it. You are nothing. I mean, literally nothing to me. My God. Well, I couldn't believe it. So, of course, I was telling Daryl. And, you know, men. Oh, that must have been really scary for you. Wow. That's really uncomfortable. Is that I'm what like, he said? Yeah. We were texting because he was working. And I said, well, I mean, you know, I'm fine. now." He goes, no, this is very disturbing. But I'm at work and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Because, you know, when you're two hours away from this, it's not like I can come rushing to the store to find this person. I'm like, you're right. That's not fair. But when I left, there was a cop car there. Had you told security or something? No, but I think that he was doing it to other people and they were oh. looking for him. I know. And wow. I was like, I wonder if this will be on the news. What if he was a serial killer? I don't think it was any of those Maybe things. Maybe you should but... have told security about it. <sighs> yes, I'm sure that the pimple faced, overweight boy probably could have assisted me in some form or fashion but he ran out of the store so my guess is that maybe he was already being like run out well i'm sure they got it on camera if they were had zoomed in on him oh my god i didn't even think about the film (laughs) like look at the hysterical lady screaming that she's gonna stab him in the throat maybe she's the one that we should be looking at okay after uh we we just want to take a brief statement okay and and here here's a piece of paper for you what's this it's it's actually an application we want to know if you want to fill out for loss prevention for security we were just wondering if you would like to do anything at all really use someone of your caliber Oh, damn it. How I hate funny. people. Well, I think you win. You scared someone out of a store. Come Again. On. I swear. This is like the 10th week in a row. Paula, you've just, you got to live some life, man. I don't know what I, I'm trying. I don't know what I have to do. I'm doing my best. Join a gym. That'll take no time at all. You'll have awkward moments God. for weeks. Really? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Really quick before we conclude, you know, the, that show that I love, The People's Couch, is back on. Okay. You really need to try to watch it. I, I think you'll find it I hysterical. I watched it briefly, but they were like watching like the Real Housewives of Potomac or something stupid. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what the? F- no. It's not. But see, the thing is, is it's not about the. First of all, they watch a variety of shows. They don't watch just one show. Oh, they, okay. they go through all these shows. And their reactions are the reactions that we would have if we were watching these shows together. That's why it's so funny. Anyway, they were watching <laughs> Little People of Atlanta. Oh, my God. I didn't even know there was a, a show like that. <laughs> oh, yes, there is. Wow. Yes, indeedy, there is. And there is a lady. There's a little person on there named, I believe her name is Miss Juicy. <laughs> Great. And she looks like a little berry. <laughs> is she and so, a big girl? Or I guess like a, she a is. little big girl? She She's a little big girl. And so she was doing some twerking or something on a bar. Oh, why would you do that to yourself? That's just humiliating. Yes, because being on Little People of Atlanta just isn't enough. No, but you I'm need just to really saying, even if it, you were right? a normal-sized girl, twerking on a bar is just humiliating, period. But being a little for... person and doing it? <laughs> Come on now. Well, right. So uh, the, the people that are watching the show, it's uh, this black couple 
They're so funny. And then they have their son who's probably like 17. And the, what's so funny about it is the the parents are totally into it. They're joking. They make fun of each other and of what they're watching and all of that. And the son is about as stone-faced as you can possibly imagine. <laughs> all he does is just sit there and go, I cannot even believe. Like, like that's his job is to just be like, I don't understand why you people watch this stuff. God. I really don't get it. <laughs> so the wife is sitting there and they're watching this this Miss Juicy person twerking. And she's, you know, wobbling back and forth her butt or whatever. And the wife goes, oh, she's a, she got a booty do. And the son goes, what, what is a booty do? And she's like, her stomach sticks out bigger than her booty do. (laughs) And and she's like, you like that, don't you, son? You like that? (laughs) And he's just like, I don't, I don't even know how to respond to this. Like that he's some is Harvard so guy. funny. And so I told Daryl about this. And he's like, oh, my God. I go, yeah. So from now on, that's it. So when you see it, you go, booty do. It's a booty do. That's probably me. I think I have one of those. <laughs> your stomach sticks out more than your booty do? Probably. Well, you have no butt. That's not fair. That's what I'm saying. You got to have a booty. You got to have a booty. Booty, booty. But I don't have one. So, I mean, I'm... I'm one by default. No, you can't have it. You can't. It it doesn't count. You got to have a booty. Big, big booty. I don't have anything. <laughs> you're just a frog. I'm just like a, a long back with a slice. Yep. You're just you're just legs with a with a slice. I should get one That's of the I, you know, I was thinking about all the plastic surgeries I'd have to get. <laughs> God, just, there's just too many. I don't even know where to begin anymore. You just have to decide what what's the most important to you. I don't even know. You're, like at least in my early thirties, like I had a starting point. Now don't get it's butt just implants. Like, no, I wouldn't get the butt implants. Don't. But I mean, like, there's a lot of attractive women with no ass. Even if I got like the fat injections, but what? I just aware in your butt. In my butt, yeah. No, because then it would be all jiggly. It wouldn't look good. You'd look like Tara Reid. That's Terry, not a good look Terry. for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can't do that. No, no. Nobody nobody could look as bad as her. God. <sighs> Tori Spelling, perhaps? It doesn't matter the plastic surgery she gets done. Everything is just focused on her boobs. It's They're so terrible. They're like boulders. It's just, <laughs> just sitting on her just chest. It's just like silicone hanging off, hanging off a pair of socks. It's I just, just look, you know, I just look at that poor girl and go, you know, if you had just embraced your natural look and enhanced accordingly, you wouldn't be what you are right now. Well, she could get them fixed, you know. There's no reason why they have to look that way. Uh, the only thing I can think is that dirtbag husband of hers must love him. That's the only thing I can think. Uh, I think she probably keeps it because it's a speaking point. I don't know. And it make, just makes her look all the more victim-like. Perhaps. Oh, you know what? I never thought of that. I mean, you know, she's always victimizing herself. So, I mean. God, you know what? She could go see Dr. Dubrow and they would do wonders for her. Um, If they'd work on her. I mean. Yeah, she's, you know, she's pretty plastic down. Well, not huh? just that. She's such a head case. You know, they don't like to work on people. Oh, who don't they have don't their, like. They don't. Who don't yeah. don't have their heads together. You're so. right. She's She needs a lot of therapy. Anyways. So I think that's a wrap for this week. Hopefully we weren't too all over the place for everyone. No, it's a celeb, celeb bitchy week. It's a celeb, 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 celeb bitchies, celeb sleaze kind of week. Yes. Hopefully you had a nice Valentine's Day. Um, did something nice. Got some good uh, jokey, jokey monster greeting cards <laughs> and some, uh, grocery store flowers you're my valentine <laughs> i could gobble you up 
um, yum, yum. and then uh, had a nice cold day at the beach I froze my ass off <laughs> you know it sounds so like sad. actually this valentine's day was just not good it was horrible <laughs> that's my new way of talking it was horrible. horrible i think that's my one jewish thing i can say it's horrible are we even a jewish a little bit no okay just in guilt perhaps from our mother maybe we were somehow i don't know i think i'm gonna do one of those ancestry.com dna you know tests what? oh my god i can't believe you're saying this there is a place that only does it's it's not through ancestry they're completely separate it's like trees three c something and you submit I don't know if it's blood or saliva or what you submit to them, but they will go through and they will DNA your blood and tell you where you where you come from. I think it's like a hundred dollars. Really? And they give you the they give you the kit and you submit whatever they ask for and then you mail it back and within four to six weeks they send you a full printout of where your ancestors are from. We should do that. Well one I, wanna I mean do well it. one of us should I mean we'd be the same thing. So yes. it doesn't make sense for both of us to do it. No, that's true. I told Victor, I'm like, well, I'm like, there's no point in you doing it. I'd be like, you're whiter than white from the white region of white. So <laughs> that's right. All Anglo. Pretty much. Yes. <laughs> so that's just so bizarre that you said I'm that. I'm just afraid I... to do it. What if we found out we weren't really Mexican, Jamie? Like that, oh, that's God. all we have. Our dad is Mexican. I he's know. pure Mexican. But what if he's like Indian? Pure. What if he's like Indian or something? Like Native American. He is Native American. I know, but he's, what if he's, he's like Native more Native American than Mexican? I'm just saying, the Mexican thing's all we have. Well, let me tell you something. Our grandfather that we never met was beaten to death by Border Patrol. I'm guaranteeing you that we are Mexican. I just hope so. I just hope so. I'm guaranteeing it. I, I mean, I do think that there's some, some Native American there. There was talk when, when, when I actually spoke to our father. There was discussion of Aztec Indian, which would still be Mexican. So it is very possible that it's super ancient, which to me would be a thrill to find out. Well, so and we'll our see. grandmother's name was Juanita. So, I mean, I'm guessing yes. there's some Mexican on her side as well. But uh, one would one would gather <laughs> one would gather. But and, you know, our father, our grandfather was Ramon. So it just would be nice to know, like the percentages. Me, too. I'm with you completely. OK, totally. Well, I mean, we should research we'll it. it. We should research it. So all right, I'll send you the link. OK. All right. All right. Well, anyway, so keep checking us on our Facebook pages. Uh, be sure to like that so you can look at all of the fun little uh, links or things we post throughout the week. And yeah. then also uh, Twitter. We're very active on the twat. And we really are. <laughs> we really are. <laughs> we really are. And also uh, check out our Amazon page through the Ugly Mall. We uh, appreciate when you do your shopping through there. It helps the show out as well. And then also Avon. We're very active with um, our Avon shopping. I am uh, very much so. And then also there's great deals all the time. So we encourage you to do your shopping through Avon and uh, get some good makeup deals. Yeah, Paula's our Avon lady, you guys. Do it. Avon calling. Avon lady. Avon lady. Okay. All right. Have a fabulous week. We'll see you next time and talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Ugly Truth. If you're interested in keeping up with The Uglies, see what I did there? Then follow them on Twitter, at The Ugly Truth. Friend them at Facebook.com slash Ugly Truth. Or leave comments on our shows at UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. Until next time, be ugly and own it.
on the dance floor. 